2: My guest is Peloton instructor, New York Times bestselling author, Nike athlete, and motivational speaker today on your name is a Texas, she's from Texas, okay, Nigerian descent and currently resides in New York City area with her dog Caesar. the roof. Growing up, Tunde struggled with her body image and self-esteem, known it took many years of hard work to reach a healthy place physically and mentally. Fitness offered Tunde a more significant form of self-love, and she eventually realized it was her true calling to motivate people to join her in becoming the best version of themselves. She trusted her gut, took a leap of faith, and walked away from a lucrative 15-year career as a professional makeup artist. And brand educator for some of the most coveted beauty brands in the world to become a cycling instructor in Los Angeles. She has been cycling ever since. In 2019, landed a prestigious role at Peloton Studios in New York City. Please welcome to the Money Making Conversation Masterclass Tunde Oyanai. Oh, see, Thank see, you. It's see, wonderful Tunde. Be here. You know, I first of all, your first name is beautiful. Your last name is fantastic. It's origins, it's Nigerian. Is it sells like your queen, it sounds prestigious. Tell me the origin of your name, your background on your name.
0: Uh, so a Nigerian, you said uh, my parents immigrated here from Nigeria what, many years before I was born with a dream of living the American dream. Right. My name, Um, uh, it's a very popular Nigerian name actually. It
1: it's very popular? Mother
0: is, it's, a, it's like Amber or Ashley <laughs> or Sarah or Jessica. <laughs> It it means mother is back again. When a man's mother dies, Mm -hmm. the next child will be born into the name, uh, born into the family. There is the name Tune. So after my dad's mother passed away, I took the name Tune. It's unisex. Tune is actually a boy's name. My full name is Ye Tune. So yes, it is a very popular name in Nigeria.
2: Okay, you know when I when I when I do these interviews, you know you do all this background research, and one of the background things that came up was bullying. You know, and, you know there's, there's always a journey to this point because you're incredibly beautiful. You're athletic. You know, I ask you to body fat off here, and you go, huh? So, you know, this made me feel bad because I know I got body fat on me. No, okay. I don't know my mom. <laughs> Who knows their body fat? Come on. Okay, I'll tell you something. That's weird. I represent Stephen A. Smith from ESPN, right? He's one of my best friends and my client. Every He's lost 30 pounds. All right. So I was with him yesterday in L.A. First, first time, I his mom was I'm down to 12% body fat. I just looked in and went, I don't know what that means. I but thank you for telling me information. So I'm talking to a fitness expert.
0: That is very impressive,
2: though. That is wildly impressive. You know, he's he's, he's I'm so proud of him because he's lost 30 pounds. He's mad at me because my stomach is still flatter than his. And but that's another story, you know. I'm not in shape, today. Don't tell you, I'm not in shape. Okay, I'm a guy who has the disguise of the look of being in shape. So you started out in the makeup field. Okay. Why?
0: Uh, why did I start out in the makeup field? I enjoy gifting people with confidence. Okay. I still do. I enjoy gifting people with confidence. I would have somebody who would, at the time I worked, I start, when I started in Cosmetics, I worked with a beauty counter, and I would see someone come in, and maybe she, uh, her shoulders were hunched over, and her head was down, and her hair was in a bun, and... She didn't want to make eye contact because she didn't feel confident and then 45 minutes later she sits up straight shoulders back hair comes out of the bun and she is feeling what she's seeing in herself and so if i can bring out the beauty of your eye shape or highlight the gift of your complexion and it makes you feel good that gift of confidence uh, it made me feel good. And so I enjoy giving people with confidence. Now I do that every single day by virtue of a bike and also my books speak. Um, but I, I, I enjoy empowering um, people. It empowers me to empower others.
2: Well, you know, it's, motivation is such a, a significant tool. When did you realize that was part of your gift? You know, because, you, know, you, you, you know, how tall are you? I'm just asking. How tall are you?
0: I think I'm 5'7 and a half. When I have big hair, I, I lean so the,
2: what, like 5'7. No, this three. is not big hair. This is not big hair right now.
0: This
2: is flat hair, today. No, this is 5'7, Tunde. <laughs> <laughs> so you're athletic. You're 5'7. So when you have big hair and heels, you roll in about 5'11, five, 5'10, five, right? 5'10, five,
0: five, so sure.
2: do uh-huh. you come in a room, today? Do is it, a, is it a game changer? Is it a room turner when you come in the room? Come on now. Yeah,
0: but I I would take sure maybe the physical sure. Yeah. But... Um, but I, I think that I I think that I would say it's a confidence thing too because I say that because wh- so I can have the heel on and the red lipstick on and the earrings on right, and that's an energy right. And then I can have on a pair of some Nike sweats with some Jordans and a hat, and I can, you can still feel my presence right. Like when you feel yourself in your power. When you feel in your power, you feel in your power. Yeah. There are things that make me feel more power. I get my hair done, I put my lip gloss on. I, I feel more in my power. I feel ready to take up space and I can do that in a pair of sweats too. I think that when you're able to connect to your power, I know that my power is my ability to lead right. and to move people through my words and also on a bike. Right. Um, Knowing that, tapping into that, being able to like reset my frequency, I think that's my power, and I think that's the energy people feel when I walk into a room. And a pair of helps for sure. For and sure.
2: confidence, and confidence, you know, and confidence,
0: I, yeah, absolutely, confidence.
2: You know, I, you know, when I, when I, because I, when I look in your background, and I would tell you a per- personal story of me, you know, because I'm older than you. And bullying is a term that's very used a lot. You know, last 20 years, it started picking up speed. And social media, it put it on steroids because bullying is a lot, happens a lot in social media. And I remember I was reading in the middle school and this little girl told the classroom and everybody, I'm tired of him reading. I want to read. He's not the best reader in the world. And that shut me down. You know, that that for, that, that, that put me in a space where I didn't want to feel out of like I was special, I wanted to feel normal. I was fighting to feel normal all the way through my high school life. I didn't. I stepped away from being this smart guy, and I wanted to be, quote unquote, regular. Now, when you talk about that, that was a bullying experience that altered my life. You know, it altered the way I spoke. It altered the way I wanted to present myself in general public. What was your bullying experience like?
0: Yeah, at the time, I don't even know if I, to your point, I don't know that I named it. Um, bowling. I just knew that people made fun of me I knew that I didn't look like everybody else and a result of that people treated me differently I felt that um I grew up in a primarily white neighborhood I didn't see people that looked like me there were a few black folks that were in my school but nobody had dark skin like me at least no girls had dark skin like me my mother's skin was about your complexion and so I didn't see people that looked like me um I was overweight I was heavy um, I was made fun of for the way that I talk, for the color right. of my skin and for my size, for my hair. I've worn braids my entire life and, and I was made fun of for it. And, you know, I, I didn't think about to your point of like reading uh, when I, in that moment when you said that, I even thought to myself, but like, to me, bullying, making, being made fun of, right. it is people telling you less, telling you that you are less than you are. It's people telling you that you are less than you are. And I remember even my third grade teacher, I remember telling my third grade teacher that I wanted to write a book one day. And she said, Well, you won't because you don't know where to place your periods and your commas because my punctuation was so terrible. And so, in essence, I think that bullying is people minimizing you. And right. your ability and your worth and your value based on comparison. As a kid, you wanna do everything to blend in. Yes. And then as an the adult, when you step into your essence and who you are, you wanna find every way that you can stand out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that there, there's, it's so interesting. I look back at my life and my story and all the things that weighed me down, all the blockage all the ways that i got in my own way when i was younger and it was all a result of me trying to do everything to not be who i am everything i was doing everything to be like everybody else and as an adult I, the reasons i love myself most are for all the, the things that i was that i tried not to do and tried not to be and tried to hide in my adolescence that's why i love myself wow I allow those features
2: those qualities right. Yourself, I right all that to come forward right and that I 100% agree with you it is really amazing that you know I left IBM to be a stand-up comic you know so I went from a person who was told not to speak in middle school and then ran from that and eventually became a public speaker a person who was on stage talking to unknown people, convincing them that I was funny, so I had to put together words that made them laugh and eventually led to Deaf Comedy Jam and all these comedy tours and all those things. In fact, Steve Harvey was my opening act. That's how we met and became friends. And so so it is true. Sometimes you can, that's a gift. You had a gift. You didn't know what that gift was because now you're living the gift. And that's the blessing of this interview is that I would tell people between the ages of 18 and 20 are very important years, because if you master those years, you master that personality, that drive and desire, that is what you're going to use to make money in your 40s, 50s and 60s. You have to be able to not run from who you are. And that's what you're doing now. You're not running from who you are. You're accepting it. That's your motivation and that's your blessing. Correct.
0: Correct. You said between the years of 18 and twenty-two. You know what? I'm going to validate that as true. I think I was 19 or 20 mm-hmm. when I fell into cosmetics and again, mm-hmm. my purpose there, the driver there was wanting to give people with confidence and yes. I wanted people to see themselves the way that I could see them. Right. I wanted people to see themselves the way that I could see them. I, I knew that that felt good in right. me. Right. I didn't know that that would move me into this current chapter of my life. Right. But it was definitely during those prime years where I discovered uh, that piece of the calling.
2: Right. And that's, that's the blessing of this conversation. You know, when I look at uh, where you come from, something I always I feel courageous in you. There's tremendous courage in you, I should say it that way, because there are so many people out there living jobs, doing jobs, don't like them, it pays good money, but there's that fear of change, that fear of the unknown. And so you're very successful. I said it in your credits, you had a career, you were changing lives, and you decided that wasn't you, or you decided you needed to change. Which one was it?
0: It wasn't that it wasn't me. Uh, it was that the gift needed to expand itself. Okay. Um, it was that the, the vessel by which or way that I was delivering, I knew that that had outrun its Course. I right. was a makeup artist for 15 years. Right. I lived in Los Angeles, California. I lived in my dream neighborhood. I drove my dream car. I had my <laughs> dream title. <laughs> On paper, I was living the dream. And it wasn't until one day I was in the bathroom at work. And I, I, I was splashing water. It was one of those days where I just needed Oh, God. Like... I'd been there for 15 minutes. And I was like, is this over yet? Get me out of here. And I splashed water on my face. And I looked at myself in the mirror. And I had a real moment with myself. And I, I had, I would say I had the audacity. Uh-huh. the audacity to admit to myself that I hated my job. I couldn't admit to my own self that I hated my job because I knew how hard I'd work mm-hmm. to get there. Mm-hmm. I knew that i asked for it. And here I was living in this life that I've asked for. And I was saying I was unhappy and I felt guilt in that. And so I remember being in this place of uncertainty and so much doubt and doubt feels heavy, doubt feels heavy. I think the beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And so anything can be next. Doubt doesn't feel good, but when doubt meets you, right. I think that it's the body's way of signaling to you that a course correction is trying to make its way in. Now when we reject doubt, it creates friction. That's why it feels heavy. But if you can lean into hearing what's trying to come through, there's always a message there that is to be said. And so here I was in this space where I hated my job, didn't know what I was supposed to do next. In this space of uncertainty, I go and I take a cycling class That changes my entire life. Please don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Money-Making Conversations Masterclass.
1: When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do. I'm very jealous (laughs) of your generation that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public, the list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward, don't drive distracted. Brought to you by Nitsa and the Ad Council.
2: If you're about to make a change in your life and you feel uncomfortable, that's the best feeling you can have. Because for the first time in your life, you're making a decision that's going to be best for you and not what somebody told you to do. And that's when all bets are off. Welcome to Money Making Conversation Masterclass. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. Our theme is There's No Perfect Time to Start Following Your Dreams. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For you, it may be the size of your paycheck. My next guest is Stephen A. Smith, Kurt Franklin, Christina Milione. His name is Will Packer. Attorney Benjamin Crump. There are two justice systems that govern America. on Sanders. Purpose is tied to my passion. I'm not passionate about it. It cannot be my purpose. It's time to stop reading other people's success stories and start living your own. More information is available at moneymakingconversation.com. Keep winning.
1: Welcome back to the Money
0: Making Conversations Masterclass hosted by Rashaun McDonald. Money Making Conversations Masterclass continues online at moneymakingconversations.com and follow Money Making Conversations Masterclass on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
2: Being a correspondent for Access Highland.
0: Yeah, you know what? It's a brand new gig. I got the call like a week ago and I said... Yes, where do I sign? And then hours later, they told me that my first interview would be with Usher. And so I just wow. interviewed this morning. He was as awesome as you could dream that Usher would be. And I'm just so incredibly excited to um, embark in this new chapter of my life. I, I said before that my my love is gifting people with confidence, connecting with people being able to reach people and inspire through them through my word, through my voice, um, and through my stories, and so to be able to now again to deliver the gift through a different vessel, um, I'm really, really, really excited about it and uh, eager to see to see what what this leads to.
2: First of all, you're a star. Come on, I'm just going to be real here, but I want to. I want to. Do are you familiar with Stephen A. Smith? You know who he is.
0: Stephen A. Smith.
2: Yeah, ESPN. Stephen A. Smith. Do you know? Yeah, uh huh. I sure do. Okay, I sure cool. am. He is a Peloton fanatic. He rides that bike every day, and of course, that's been one of the major reasons he's lost thirty pounds over the last, I'd say, four or five months. Okay. That's awesome. I, I, I want to connect him with you. In fact, you know, he's one of the hottest podcasts. Probably mad at me.
0: Odds are, he's taking my class, and he's mad at me. He doesn't want to be connected
2: yeah, with no, me. No, yeah, because, because, I, 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 one of the keys in any relationship is, you know, connections and and being able to connect people. You know, he's he's one of the biggest personalities in sports today, as well as his podcast is like Straight Fire. I should say YouTube channel is Straight Fire. I, I, I want to connect him. That's just a personal thing because you just ooze uh, star power. You ooze connection. You ooze you can be yourself around you. And the fact that you are this incredible instructor on Peloton and I have an amazing A-list talent that I know that's uses Peloton there. I got to make that connection. If you're comfortable Please, with that, definitely. I want to do Thank
0: that. You. Please do. Thank
2: you so much. Yeah, I got to, cause he has a studio he's building in um, New Jersey. Uh, and I want to get you on this show as a guest because you, oh, y'all oh. need to connect and uh make things happen. And his brand will, bring some nice glow to you. And of course, him talking to somebody who drives him crazy every morning or every afternoon riding that bike, y'all do need to connect. And you know, as we close out this interview, I, I've had a fantastic time in, in talking to you. Um, nice. The word athlete being associated with your name. You know, the word-, you know you, the word athlete, Nike athlete, yeah. being associated with your name. You know, that's a very powerful name you know, athleticism, did you ever expect that? You know, you you was in the beauty field. You know, you were bullied as a youth. You was in the beauty field and now a Nike athlete. Talk to us about that journey.
0: Did I ever expect that? Absolutely not. Uh, No, Uh, for many reasons. One, growing up, I tried out for every single sport under the sun and I never made the cut. My brothers were, you're from Texas, Texas is life. Texas is air and water, or, sorry, football is life in Texas. It is your air, it is your water. Basketball is cool, but football is life. My brothers were star football players, star basketball players. And so I remember when I moved from elementary to middle school and then middle school into high school, every time, because my brothers were older than me. And so every time I would come into the new school, the teachers would say, oh, wow, you're an name," And the, the teachers would <laughs> light up and be so excited. And I would say, look, I didn't get the gift. And I'd try out and I wouldn't make the cut. And so, no, I didn't see this for myself. Um, and to, and it didn't exist. And then even when I entered the world of fitness, did I see it for myself? No. I, you know what my dream was? I said to myself when I entered the, the world of being a, uh, a fitness, being a fitness trainer, I said it would be really cool to be a model for Nike. Like if Nike wow. would like let me do one of their campaigns. I'd show up when I'd wear the bra for free, just like, let me be in the ad. And uh, the space didn't exist yet. When I, when I signed on to Nike almost three years ago, I was named the first ever Nike athlete, or I was the first ever Nike athlete to uh, come from the world of training and fitness. And so it, it, it created a space and, you know, I, I just said it out loud and I get chills. It's, it's, um, To be associated with Nike and be able to say first ever insert any line that to come behind that, I know what that means. Not just for myself, Sean, but for every single person that looks like me, moves like me, didn't believe in themselves like me, didn't see their gift, uh, didn't see their worthiness. um, And then I also know the space that it unlocks and creates for other people just like me that are fitness trainers Uh, To come in. And so it means a lot. And did I expect it? Not in one trillion years. The space didn't exist. So how could I have expected it?
2: Wow. You know, uh, thank you. You're you're, you're amazing. And I, I can't give you as many compliments as you deserve. You know, your journey is uh, only started uh, day, You know, you have Beyonce out there. You have Cher out there. You have Oprah out there. You know, you have day out there. Uh, em- embrace that name. Embrace that brand. You are a brand. And, and, um, this is what i do for a living i look at people i've been fortunate in my life to turn a lot of people who are celebrities into major international stars that's what you will become i brought you on the show just to hear your story your story is fascinating your story is amazing and again uh good luck and i want to thank you for coming on money making conversation master
0: oh i so appreciate you i had such a good time
2: well, you know, I wanted to have fun because you're a Texas girl. And I didn't want to come over here with some little, you know, but being respectful because, you know, you are a star, but didn't want to put a little Rushanism on here in this interview. But I will tell you this, as we close, I did see your interview. I mean, not your interview, your commercial on TV. And I was, I was just, you know, in the house, just sitting around looking. And we was in between because we had scheduled one time, and then we had to change the schedule. And the day we changed, I walked in my house, turn on the TV, and there you were on my TV screen, Tune Day. because they put your name on the screen. Otherwise, hey. my wife, I'm gonna interview her one day. <laughs> Come on, you're acting like you had not been around. I said, but that's, but you know, you're the first type. I've never, I've done the football, I've done the basketball, I've done the singers, I've done the actors. I've never done an, a fitness athlete at your level. You gold medal, you gold status. Okay,
0: exactly. You know what? Did you report that? That was the best compliment ever. Literally ever. I'll grab margaritas with you anytime. But let me ask you this. It, not, not anywhere outside of Texas. Let's say you are in only Texas. What is your order? It says a lot. What is that? what? What is your order? When you go get Tex-Mex, what is your order?
2: Oh, come on, come on, girl. Okay, the restaurant, uh-huh. okay, I'm based in Atlanta, which does not even match. Houston has the best food. I love New York, Chicago, but okay. I always start a restaurant called Lupe's Luffy, Luffy, Tortilla. Yeah. And- you,
0: you, point Blake and Down. you don't even say it anymore. That's the best one, Lupe's Tortilla, queso,
2: there you go. Okay, but let's start with the beans now. Gotta start with the beans, and then you have to ask for that for twenty-five cents extra, so they can bring the pico because they don't offer the pico unless you're willing to pay the extra twenty-five cents. Not ask, ask for the
0: pico I'm, and sausages, right? But, but you, you get the, reason, the charo greens, the charo beans. There
2: you go. There you go. I the charro. The charro. The charro. The charro. The charro. gotta handle it.
0: it. Then you get yeah. the queso. You get
2: the beef yeah. fajitas. Yeah, but I'm gonna tell you something. You're sleeping on if you don't go there for breakfast. you sleeping I, I today. If you I don't go to Loopy Tortilla for breakfast, you sleep sleeping. You missed it. Because then you get the great Tex-Mex. Then you get the great Tex-Mex breakfast. You get the, the charro beans, the pico gallo, salsa, all that stuff. And the chips are hot and fresh. Yes, girl, you're messing with the wrong part. I feel Especially like
0: I stand for 38 years of life for sleeping on Lupe Tortilla's breakfast. Yes.
2: You have said, you ever
0: said, done a breakfast taco?
2: Yes, I have.
0: Yes, I you have. What
2: but we're going to be good. Like I said, this is the start of our relationship, seriously, because, like I said, Sherry Shepard is my client, and so I go back and forth up to New York. Stephen A. is my client. I'll probably be up there November 14th because he starts his the awesome. studio. I'm definitely awesome. going to get you on this show as a guest. I'm going to tell Sherry Shepard. Have you done her show yet? I
0: have not.
2: Okay. Because she does a lot of fitness sex- segments. I got to tell awesome. you, people, I'm going to recommend that she brings you on. In fact, I'm going to talk to Heather about sending me a one sheet so I can send it up there. You, Awesome. Girl, Whatever Please I do, know, this ain't about me. I have one
0: place that has good quesadillas, so we'll go get quesadillas and you'll take my class. We'll make it a trip.
2: Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no.
0: No, there's, there's one place that has good quesadillas in you. I, I, I,
2: I, I will go for the food, but you will not take I will <laughs> not take your class. I, no, 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 I will not. You will not kill me. No, do not well, let me old body feed you.
0: We'll leave that as an open question
2: mark. question mark. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Okay, open question. I um, would take okay. a slow class, okay? okay. Put me yeah, back we'll of the room slow. so you won't embarrass me, okay? Perfect. So you won't embarrass me. I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't need you no must. social media pictures. I don't want to be falling out. But again, thank you. Fantastic. You're thank awesome. You, we'll talk soon. I'm hit my 31 minutes. I don't want Heather to be mad or Kim to be mad at me. If you just hold on so the feed can make sure it's uploaded correctly. But thank you very much. You're fantastic. We'll talk soon.
1: Thank you for joining us for this edition of Money Making Conversations Masterclass. Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rushon McDonald is produced by 3815 Media Inc. More information about 3815 Media Inc. is available at 3815media.com. And always remember to lead with your gifts.